everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Girls No Filter. I'm Jess and I'm sat here with my best girls, Gabby. Hey guys. And Kelly. Hello. Well, when I say sat, I mean sat on Zoom. <laughs> Jess, you've got a rather delicious looking drink right there. You need to tell me what you've got in that glass. Yeah, I poured myself a very large... Actually, do you know what? It's National Cocktail Day today, so it's very... Oh my- God, yeah, it is. it is. I didn't even. I remember. I didn't even know that when I made it. Yeah. But I um, I was gonna have a glass of wine, and then I was like, no, I fancy a drink like a cocktail. So I went to make an aperol spritz, and I remembered a little while ago buying Campari in Waitrose, because these days I buy alcohol as if it's just like a daily thing. I don't know about you, but when you go shopping, I'm like instantly just like looking at the wines, looking at the spirits, mm. thinking, oh, what can I add to my drinks cupboard today? <laughs> and I blame as if it all on lockdown. Not extensive enough. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um. I've got a Campari spritz, which is Campari, Prosecco and soda. And I Ooh. added a little bit of pomegranate juice and a blackberry just for shits and Oh, my gigs. God, that's so cute. I love it. So if yes, you hear this, if you hear that, you know what it is. Sorry, guys, it's been a long week, long year. What about you, Kel? But you got Monday. a glass of white there. Is that one of your nice new ones no, that you learned isn't. about? This isn't actually, this is a, this is a, <laughs> my brother-in-law will laugh when he hears this because he obviously taught me all about my wine and he's an avid listener. Yeah. Um, and hey, this is, <laughs> this is a Pinot Grigio, taste the difference. And the reason I got into this from Sainsbury's is because it's vegan. And when I cut out my dairy, I was like really intent on cutting out all dairy products and obviously wine sometimes has traces not obviously at all but wine sometimes has traces of dairy or egg in it so I was researching vegan wines and this Pinot Grigio from Sainsbury's it's a taste the difference one it's like six or seven pounds it's really really cheap and it's really good like it's a very drinkable nice sort of midweek mm, wine so I got tip. into that so I've always got a stock of this in my fridge and always got a I bottle mean, open Gab, so it, we must it must be killing you right now watching all this seeing do us do you know what this. I I can taste those drinks. I can feel the can cold you? glass in my hand. Oh. I can't believe you haven't had a sip since you've been pregnant. I not mean, a that's sip. mad. I know you're not supposed to, but I think a lot of girls these days, don't they? Like a lot of women have the odd prosecco here and there when they're quite far gone. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's a really interesting one, isn't it? Because it's completely down to how you feel personally. And for you, Gab, I guess you've just Well, you've been really cautious, haven't you? Yeah, but I mean, I think it's George that puts me off it more than me. You kind of, you obviously don't want to drink in the first three months. And then in the next three months, you kind of think, I've just got to get to that through these next three months now, and then I'll be okay. And then it's more George. Like now I'm in the final trimester. I'm like, okay, I think I would be all right with like a glass of wine or a glass of champagne. But George is like on a witch hunt. He's like... I told you when we all went out for your birthday, Kel, and he was like, you're drunk. I was like, ha, I'd like to be. No Probably way. off our fumes from our breath yeah, because yeah. <laughs> we certainly were. Yeah, it's more him. He's really, really against it. Like, he, he just feels like after everything, why would you even take a 0.01% chance? Like, for him, it's just not worth it. And I'm, I don't know, I'm always like, the Europeans drink all the way through their pregnancies. Like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm, you know, I can't build a case anymore. Yeah. But you get to a stage where you've had it, not had it for so long, you then think, I might as well just wait now for another 11 weeks, you know? You've yeah. done very well. I don't know how I'll yeah. be if and when but I But I'll tell you what, when you come to see me in the hospital, I don't want to see anybody unless you have a bottle of wine in your hands. 
<laughs> hopefully we'll see you at home you'll only you'll be in and out in half an hour you know yeah, yeah exactly I want a bottle of wine waiting no presents for the baby i want wine it's all yeah. for you is that okay. the thing you've missed the most gab wine 100 million percent and rum wine and rum but i think wine more because not just the taste of it but it's the ceremony of wine isn't it like oh, the ritual the yeah. of opening it the glass choosing the wine it just signals like the the winding down of the day, doesn't it? Wine. Yeah. It, really it, does, does. it gives yeah. you that feeling as well of like, oh, like that instant, it's that instant yeah. relaxation, isn't it? I know I always bang on about it, but I get like those drunk legs within the first few sips. Now I've got like drunk everything. We know everything. you do, Kel, we know. <laughs> and it, but the, your legs just feel instantly relaxed, don't they? Like it just goes straight down. It just, it's just like, bam, there you, you go. Like wine or chocolate to a desert island, what would you take? Oh, wine, 100%. wine all day long, all day long. Oh my yeah. God, yes. Are you mad? See, since I've not had dairy and I only have dark chocolate, it just doesn't have the same effect as milk chocolate. No. You don't have the same no, like yeah, craving to have more and more. Like, yeah, with milk chocolate, you could eat a massive bar of dairy milk and then still want more. Whereas with dark chocolate, you're done after one cube, aren't you? Yeah, that's it's so rich. You don't you don't really want any more. Yeah, yeah, that is so true. How have your weeks been anywhere aside from our alcoholism, me and you, Kel? <laughs> I know, bloody hell. Well, I have, it's middle of May, I have started my Christmas shopping. Oh, piss no, off. No, 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 no. she's joking. I'm not joking, girls. Come on. What the fuck <laughs> off? Are you joking? What are you really no, Why? Who are you um, buying for? Because, oh, and can I just say something as well, Kel, before people. you explain yourself? If people don't like something, they've got to take it back. No, they don't, because I don't. I buy nice gifts. I don't buy <laughs> shitty gifts. <laughs> no one's taking anything back that I buy them. Um, Did you actively start looking online for Christmas shopping? Yes, it's on. It was on my to-do list. Start Christmas shopping. <gasps> Oh my um, god! And no. so I did. I cracked on. Wait yeah, till I tell I, my mother this. She <laughs> I feel really excited about it. I've got a real buzz inside, and it's not because I love Christmas. You know what? I'm like, it's not like I'm crazy no. about Christmas. I don't put my tree up like early November or like last year. We all put our trees up early, but I don't like get into the massive swing of like the Christmas spirit. And I just like to be organised. So I like to start my <laughs> shopping. I like to but get that's presents just ticked too off my organized. list. Like, well, maybe so, but and what's it's me, so take me as I am, all right? You're such the kind of person as well who likes to live in the moment, so I find that strange. I know, I love spontaneity when it comes to yeah. myself. But, yeah, when it comes to organising for, yeah, like, gifts, yeah, other, other people. What does Warren say about it? Oh, he thinks it's absolutely bizarre, but he supports oh, right. me okay, wholeheartedly. So I was going to be worried then if he was, on your, if he was like, the same yeah, as he, you. No, he said to me the other night, he was like, what are you buying online? And I said, oh, Christmas presents. He he just kind of rolls his eyes. I think he just <laughs> he just has come to expect it. Um, but I just also, I like to buy things when I see them because otherwise you make a note of it and then you can't find it on a website or, you know. And I just like being really organised. I like building up my little Christmas cupboard. It's really sweet because I genuinely get to December or November and I look around the shops and I'm exactly. like, I can't think of anything. But to think of it seven months in advance, that's even weirder. Like, mm. what? Is it weird or is it just, I don't know, is it just organised? Is it weird? It's I so weird, It's weirdly organised. So well, I know it's weird because you tell me it's weird, but I just think it's not. It's just 
like fun. I just love doing it. See, this, like this any... conversation depresses me. It Christmas depresses me. We've not even got on a summer holiday yet. Thank you very much, Boris. And you're talking about Christmas. Like, oh. that, but I'm come not on. really talking about Christmas. I'm just talking about. No, but you're thinking about it. You're buying, buying people's presents, presents in, in the... Right, anyway, let's move on. I haven't on. designed the uh, Christmas menu Have you made your mince yet? pies yet, though, Kel, or your gravy? I've got my mince meat ready. No, 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 <laughs> because... no, 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 well, no, no, no. No, all right, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain. Um, come on, you must hear yourself out loud. Out loud. <laughs> okay, that was a half joke, right? Oh, because God. I made it at Christmas, so... I made double batch because basically you can keep it for like five years, your mincemeat. If you put it in sterilised jars, then you can store it. So I made a double batch. And so I've <laughs> already I got told this Will year's this. mincemeat. <laughs> Will, Will, Will barely knows what a mince pie is, let alone if I said to him, <laughs> Kelly makes her mince pies two years in advance and freezes them. My freezer hasn't got any room in it. What are you no. like... Well, that in there is a bunch of stuff I don't know if I'll ever see again and stuff <laughs> that meat isn't we get out randomly eats. to cook. Like, I just, it's just so funny, isn't it? How we're so different. We're in so these different. Ways. Let's get on to what this podcast actually is about this week. So, obviously, Gabs, you had a very rocky road to your pregnancy and you now are seven months. Mm-hmm. You're seven months exactly? You're over seven months now, aren't you? Over seven months now, yes. Yeah, so like seven months plus one week or two weeks. Hold on, can I just interrupt? Warren just walked in the room and got took Kelly's glass to fill up. I'm, <laughs> did you message him to tell him to yes! come and fill Yes! <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I didn't know I'd get caught out. I'm so I love sorry. it. Warren walks in like shaking his head. I need a refill. I th- I've just downed that glass of wine. This is it was like all my stress. therapy session. Oh, oh God. Sorry, yeah, Gabs. Go ahead. Don't be sorry. silly. Oh, I wish I had Warren to fill up a glass for me. <laughs> Jess, back to the intro. Yeah. For Gab. So, yeah, you had a rocky road. And I think it would be so nice for us now to discuss your pregnancy and how you've been getting on and the ups and the downs and your little stories that we always find hilarious. <laughs> and maybe give everyone a little update for it for those that haven't heard about your story to get to this point yeah so for those <laughs> listeners that uh didn't rise getting no, off, sorry warren's coming back in hang on is it a big one show us it was the rest of the bottle so not particularly um, but um yeah Enough. Yeah. Sorry, Warren enough. the wine connoisseur, George the interior <laughs> decorator, and what's Will's speciality? <laughs> he doesn't eat fucking veg. I've just stood for an hour cutting up onions really small so he doesn't complain. I didn't really. They're actually quite oh, big. He's going to be fuming. No. You didn't oh, actually cut God. up his veg small, did you, Jess? Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. he, that's another story. We'll get on to you that You hide it in his food like a child. Yeah, pretty much. But, um, <laughs> no, Will, Will is the Will is the support system, thank God, that I needed throughout this last year. Yeah. Apart from sometimes when I want to kill him, but that's not good. <laughs> we need to talk about that vegetable story another time because that's yeah. absolutely outrageous. Have you not heard that? I know that yeah, he does vegetables, that. but I don't know that you cut them up small so he eats them. Oh, <laughs> oh I have to disguise them in the spag bowl. If there's two bigger carrots and onions, he he's like, don't get me wrong, not that he'd ever like rule me or tell me that it's wrong or right or whatever. He'd just moan, but I can't bother with the moaning, so I cut them up really small. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You might start. You should start pureeing his food. <laughs> Apparently, he did used to have that done for him, and I'm like, no, sorry. Honey. Oh, I draw what? the line there. Oh, when he was li- when he was little. 
Can you? That's a good idea, I think, for a child. Pardon? If they're like, I don't like vegetables, you'll have Will and them to contend with. Can you imagine? Oh, I know, I know. I'd be cooking five different dinners anyway. You better get some vegetables down their throats early on so that they oh, like the taste. My kids are going to be brought up on all the good shit. Yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> Apart from when I'm pissed and I don't give two shits. <laughs> exactly. There's last night's kebab in the fridge. Have that, you bastards. <laughs> oh, there's an old pizza in the oven. Just see that, yeah. Turkey dinosaurs and smiley faces for you. Oh, yeah. Nothing, nothing like wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with smiley faces. I Didn't actually do love us that any stuff, harm you know, waffles. on the occasion. Will's favourite thing is turkey dinosaurs. He wants... Oh, it's another story. When we got, right, One day we're going to speak about it because luckily he doesn't listen to the podcast. Well, one day we've said we're going to bring the boys on and we can we can quiz them. We, we do actually have them. to do that. George right, would be like wants to hear. in the headlights. He wouldn't know what to do with himself. <laughs> can you imagine the comments that would come out from George? Oh, my God. In fact, Gab, you've got to tell that story about um, the, the hotel room. But go, go ahead to what you were saying. You're seven months so, yeah, seven... Um, what, are you 28 now. weeks now? 29 weeks tomorrow. 29 So, just, tomorrow. so you're just heading over seven months. Yes. Seven months and one week. Yeah, seven months and one week, something like that. The months and the weeks are a bit strange. They don't add up, do they? Because you're not pregnant up. for nine months. It's all a load of bullshit. Yeah, anyway. you're pregnant for ten. They lie to you. <laughs> yeah, Brilliant. so, uh, yeah, I'm at that stage now. So starting to feel a bit more relaxed. But, yeah, for the listeners who don't know, I had... When did I start trying? January 2020, was it? Yeah. Was it January 2021. No, no January 2020. 2020. 2020, yeah, yeah. We started trying. My God, does that mean I haven't been on holiday since December 2019? No, yeah. Haven't. That is so depressing. And very first world, obviously. Um, So we started trying January 2020. And through that course of the year, we unfortunately had two miscarriages with obviously nothing, no successful births in between. So that was a really horrible year really hard and then I went to a specialist about it who said that I had a rather large polyp in my uterus that she thought might be causing the problem because the fetus couldn't kind of latch on and grow properly because this polyp was in the way so I had an operation to have that removed an MOT essentially of my uterus (laughs) clean it all up and then I fell pregnant a couple of months later whether it was the polyp or not I don't know but I'm kind of assuming it was because mm-hmm. it was, you know, like magic afterwards. So I found out I was pregnant in November. And I remember when I I was I was in my dining room and I was working and I had an inkling, but I kind of didn't. It's weird. It's like, you know, you get that hope every time, but there's also yeah. half of you that's like, it's not going to happen. You're not Because that you were trying, you were so like aware of all your dates and everything, weren't yeah. you? So... Oh yeah, like clockwork. Even though yeah. that month I actually ovulated a lot earlier. So my, ov- like a bit like what happened to you, Kel. So mm-hmm. when I actually fell pregnant, wasn't actually one of the days that I was like marching George up the stairs with a red flag. So You mean you had sex on other days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't taking any chances. Um, so does that mean that that ovulation stuff's all rubbish? Like, I don't get uh, it. Yeah, I mean, they they do just say, if you're trying, just have sex every day. Don't follow the ovulation sticks. Don't follow your the app when you're ovulating because it could all be, like, out or off kilter. But also, you can fall pregnant when you're not, like, in your peak of ovulation whereas all the apps and and weird, um, sticks like... suggest that it's only then so yeah it's because sperm can hang around for five days apparently yeah oh right okay so you could so have like... it on your ovulation day but four five days later exactly yeah right. exactly 
or sex How before and then you ovulate and then it catches on in that sperm right. that's been hanging around. The yeah, old the old manky sperm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so really you can get pregnant at any point because like so yeah, this within baby like quite a is made out of old monkeys. <laughs> oh I think this baby was made out of the very first swimmers, to be honest. Oh, right, okay. I think it was early, early sperm. But anyway, enough about George's sperm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, obviously he found out I was pregnant and the, I did the um, first response test rather than the clear blue digital and the line that says you're pregnant came up stronger and quicker than the actual test line. So I was like, oh, my God, it really, like, popped out of the test. It was, like, dark red within seconds, so strong. And I was, like, obviously just overjoyed, crying on the floor, all the dramatics that you can imagine that I would do. (laughs) And I had my Christmas tree up, actually, at that point, November the 24th, and um, I put the stick in the tree branches and then called my mum to show her. And I was like, do you like my tree? And I zoomed in on the on the stick. Oh, um, and then, that's so cute. And then I went, obviously went to Sainsbury's and bought, you know, like 20 other sticks. <laughs> just to check, <laughs> just to double check. And they're all the same. And then actually the clear blue came up saying that I was much further along than I thought I was. So I was like... I was like, we're having twins, we're having twins. I just know it. This is why it's all coming up really strong really early on. So that was one of the first questions I asked when I went for my early scan was, how many babies are there? And she assured me there was one, which was positive for me at that time. (laughs) I think I'd be a bit overwhelmed with twins. I don't know how people do it. And, yeah, it just felt lousy for the first seven weeks. Like, all I could stomach was ginger ale and dry biscuits and the sofa. Like, getting up to go to the toilet was a real drama. Like, lifting my head off the sofa was hell. So you were tired. That was your main kind of It was just, I've never felt, and I I think I said this to you when I told you I was pregnant, like, you know when people say I'm exhausted? I think, nah, you've got no idea what true exhaustion is until you go through that early stage of being pregnant. It's like... You have when people say you've been hit by a truck, it's like you've literally been hit by a truck. So you couldn't get if there was a million pounds at the end of your garden, you couldn't run to it. No, it's that bad. Like it's really, but is that everyone or just you? Like, do you know what oh, I mean? No, like, it's everyone. Symptoms. Everyone gets that exhaustion. I think oh, that God. is that's one of the like main symptoms. I think of early pregnancy, isn't it? It's but you you could fall asleep standing up, couldn't you, Gab? Yeah. Like you it's just could stand there and just. I didn't I really know. quite realise. They must be, like, sucking every bit of energy out of you to grow. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And then literally, like, eight or nine weeks, like that, I was good as gold. Oh, it went, completely subsided. I could start eating again. The ginger ale was, like, slowly going back into the fridge by my bedside like it was. And before. you hadn't drunk water up to that point, could oh, had I you? Couldn't, I couldn't have one glass of water, no. Water was like, I don't know, I couldn't understand how I'd ever drunk water before. <laughs> How weird How is that? Funny. And then eight weeks, that just went and you were fine with it. It just went and I could start drinking water again. My body was like, thank God, my body must have been shriveled from the ginger and you, ale. And you, didn't, and you didn't want George or the dog anywhere near you? No. The dog couldn't stand him. <laughs> I don't know why. I couldn't stand the dog. Not so much George. I've actually never felt that. A lot of people said you might feel like a hatred towards your other half. I yeah, have to say, I have common. not felt that once about George. Oh, which I suppose is a good thing. But the dog, yeah, well, definitely. those first two months, I couldn't look at the bastard. I was like, get out of my face. <laughs> Obviously, I was How never horrible to him. 
I just couldn't. It was his smell. His smell was really bothering me. And he's not a smelly dog. He's just not. But I was like, the smell of your fur. Oh, I can't stand it. Like, it was awful. Oh, it was so weird. How have you been since? Obviously, we know a bit. But... Yeah, really good. I'm not going to complain. Like, there's, you know, obviously, Kel, you were so, so, so ill, like, a few months ago. And yeah. I know women suffer with, like, horrendous sickness and... Like, I haven't had any of that. So, honestly, I'm just counting my lucky stars. I've had a few things like this pelvis dysplasia. Talk about that because a lot of other women have had yeah. that. And, you know, they might be interested to know. I think I mentioned this in the in the intro bit, but it's where your body re- produces... Oh, I can't remember. It's like a relaxing hormone. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. And it I kind of softens either. your pelvis, <laughs> getting ready for this baby, essentially. And of my pelvis is just slacking and just causing me like real pain. Like walking in bed is definitely the worst. Like just trying to get comfortable in bed is like a mission impossible at the moment. It's just horrible. Those pregnancy pillows as well, Kel, what a load of shit. I think they're so really? uncomfortable. I enjoyed using mine. Like I, I actually found it quite comfortable, but I didn't feel like I was massively uncomfortable a lot of the time. So I wasn't like... until very late in the pregnancy when you just feel like you can't get comfortable in any position but I quite enjoyed putting it just like you know when you have it in between your legs Mm. um I quite liked that I feel like Gab your bump is extremely big isn't it it really is yeah so that might be why you might just be a lot more uncomfortable than what Kelly because Kel I feel like you were your bump wasn't massive at all was it it was quite sort of just well I don't know I, I said to Gab I don't feel like she's She's particularly big for this stage in the pregnancy, but I know that you feel like you are, Gab. Did we say this on the last podcast? I can't remember if we talked about if you feel offended when someone says, oh, you're big for this stage in the pregnancy, because I know that you think you are, so you put it out there all the time. You say, I know I'm big, like, whenever you tell anyone how far along you are. Like, Gabby is like, you girls, you all literally only had a bump. Like, you couldn't tell from the back that Gabby's even pregnant, in my opinion. No, I know. Like, so when I say she's bigger, well, her bump's bigger, I mean her bump. Yeah. And it is, it is a big bump, Kel. Wait till you next But also, I think, I think Gabby's really, really petite as well. Like, if you think of her frame, yeah. your frame, Gab's, like your shoulders and your hips are really quite narrow. So yeah. I think that probably is why... You haven't got any why... shoulders, have you? No. You so always say why you've not got... No, I don't have shoulders. I... But it's funny because, well, one of the things I wanted to ask you, actually, as well, was being offended if people say your bump's big, was do you mind people touching your bump? Because I know that strangers often touch like pregnant bumps pregnant tummies and people came up to me when I was shopping you know on the high street or in Waitrose doing your food shop and people would come over and and say oh congratulations and they sort of reach out to touch you some people don't yeah, even people ask doing that Gab I think it's because I'm not with strangers I haven't really seen yeah. or been out and oh, about yeah, with strangers like, obviously, my family and friends are, but I don't even give that a second thought because you know me, I'm quite tactile anyway. So if yeah. your girl's hands or my family's hands go straight to my bump, I don't even think twice about it. I think it's actually quite nice. Yeah. 
Because I do. I think I'm drawn to bumps. I lo- I Me really too. like touching a pregnant bump. I <laughs> think there's something so magical about it. And and we we told you when we saw you quite recently, we were like, can we see your like your actual bump like without your clothes on? So we we like to see your skin, don't we? <laughs> and we're like, show us your bump. Um, but there is something so special about it. I think you know for that amount of time that you're carrying however many children you have every time I think it's just so special and I I like being part of that with someone so I like to touch it see it whatever yeah. <laughs> stroke it but it's George still so a bit freaked you out pregnant. you get such oh, special treatment don't you it's lovely I know. <laughs> by the way you know you can go to the front of all the queues I know that the shops haven't been open but if you were queuing in a clothes shop, for instance, I know most clothes shops you don't have to queue, but one in particular, Primark, you do have to queue. If you just go straight to the front, like if there's a 40-man queue, they just serve you immediately if you're pregnant. Do they? Yeah. Handy to know. Yeah. Didn't know that. And also, I think it's the law that you are obliged to, well, as a company, as a business, you have to offer your toilet to a pregnant person if they come in and want to use the toilet. So if you're like a restaurant or a shop. Yeah, I can believe that. And a person just came in who was pregnant and said, can I use your bathroom? You have to, by law, let them use it. I did not know that. Do you know what's so funny, though? Because I was, um, George and I went to Richmond Park like a couple of months ago and there was a really long, 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 long queue and it was a really hot day. And I queued up like a good British person. And everyone was, all the women, there was a lot of women in the queue and one man. And the man kept looking at my bump and I thought, he's going to offer me to go in front of him. Like, first of all, I thought if I saw a heavily pregnant woman and I looked heavily pregnant because my bump is massive, standing there, I'd go, would you like to go in front of me? Do you know, not one woman offered me to go except the man. No, no way. Yeah, it was only the man that said, please go in front of me. And I didn't. I said, no, 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 please go. I'm fine to wait. Because by then it was like three people left and I was like, it's fine. I can just wait. But oh, all the women looked at me. Did they, they, did they see you? They definitely saw you pregnant. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was Sometimes in those well. situations, I don't know if women are more conscious of offending someone and I know it's very obvious that that's a pregnant bump that you've got there I know that that's obvious but sometimes I think women worry that they're going to offend you by saying you can't stand in the queue longer than I can because you're pregnant and yeah I know what you mean some yeah, women it's a hard might, one I agree yeah some women might feel offended by that and say well no I'm absolutely fine why wouldn't I be able to stand longer than you just because I'm carrying a child or god forbid I'm not pregnant I'm just like well that's the big, other thing like, but I mean yeah. I've been called pregnant before on the tube when I was coming home late from a dinner <laughs> and a man, off, bag in my a man offered me his seat I was, hold, I was standing up right in front of him on the central line I was holding the bar and to be honest my stomach is my best feature so fuck it I'll, I was struggling that day because he thought I was pregnant he looked at my stomach and he said um, <laughs> would you like my seat um, obviously you, you need it and I, I was like, excuse me? Oh I got really offended God. because I wasn't pregnant, but um, I took the seat anyway. And uh, yeah. Did you pretend <laughs> you were? <laughs> well, no, but I thought, sod you, I'm going to take your seat, mate. Yeah. You've <laughs> offended me, so I might as well have your seat. Yeah. Oh, my God. Something else I need to ask you. Yeah. Sex when pregnant. Oh, well, I'd like to be able to get it. George is an interested. 
Wow. That's about the first time in his life then, because Jesus. Yeah, I know. Normally he's climbing the walls, but Lawrence is obviously getting it from his little design assistant, wherever she may hide. (laughs) (laughs) Lawrence. (laughs) How has Lawrence been in the old decorating department because you're having your house renovated at the minute which oh, is also a massive I think stress. he's fine because I'm a lot more relaxed now because I'm just like I just want the house done ready for the baby I don't care if that what colour that wall is yeah. just do it so I've kind of gone are you still you going just... for the big mural on the wall no I'm not going for the mural now we're going to do that in the next house Oh, you need the I wall really and our, our ceilings aren't really high enough you need like high ceilings I think and you need the right room and it's just not quite the right room also, we just don't have the time or the inclination at the moment. We're just like, just paint it white, get out. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, so sex when pregnant is, it's just not, you know, it's... It, it's I different, isn't it? It's very, it's different. How it's, how do you feel about your body? Do you feel sexy? Do you feel empowered? Um, do you feel I embarrassed? don't feel sexy. No. Not one bit. I mean, it's just not sexy, is it? And kudos to all the women that do feel sexy because I think that's amazing. But I don't because I know that George is looking, thinking, ooh, like he gets really creeped out by the bump. Well, I think that's just it. I think you've hit the nail on the head there because you say it's just not sexy, is it? But that's because your husband doesn't find it sexy. If he was all over it and he was like, oh, wow, you look, I love this bump. You know, you look amazing. Is any man like that, though? Oh, God, yeah. There's plenty of men out there that love it. Really? Yeah. Do you yeah. think some men get turned on by it? No. Um, I'm sure they do. God, there's men that have feet fetishes, so I'm sure men <laughs> have pregnancy bump fetishes. Yeah. Oh, like, that's weird, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Is it weird? Like, is it just... If anyone is listening weird? is with someone that has that, let us know, because I'm intrigued. Yeah. I think the thing We'd is... Like to set up it's... a video camera and watch what <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing that I... The argument that I would put for it is that it is the most natural thing in the world and it's your wife, your the person you love the most in the world, bringing into the world a human being. Like, it's... I'm not saying that's sexy, but that's natural, right? So, and then there's sexiness in being strong and, like, being womanly and being maternal and carrying a child. So... I can understand why men might find that sexy, yeah. yeah. I definitely feel empowered because I feel almost like I know that I'm the most precious thing in the world to you right now. Oh, like, yeah. And that sort so of empowerment, cute. you know? It's yeah. like That's such a you be... thing to say as well, isn't it, <laughs> It really is, yeah. You love being George's oh, princess. That's Everything, sweet. yeah. It's made like, me emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've now got Campari, your precious cargo, so, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I love I've that. I've only doubled in my um, confidence. In, yeah, in my importance to you now. Yeah. So, so that's quite nice. But I'm very aware of a shift. I think it's in my mind, but I feel like almost now, as soon as you get pregnant, that's it for your kind of sexual, um, oh. not your sexual relationship because that's not true at all. That kind of kid-free. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, I just feel oh, like... Yeah. Is that why you partly don't mind if he... Well, I know your feelings have changed, but like when you originally were like, oh, if he's not going to be at the birth, then that's just because he wouldn't want to see any of the, you know... Business Vaginal going area. Um, no. do you, is that partly why? Because you don't want to lose that part of your relationship? Definitely. I, You know, yeah. I, I don't want him to be looking down there every time having flashbacks. No, thanks. 
Well, it's funny because I was listening to a podcast yesterday. <laughs> Did the, Warren Seattle um, come out actually? Again? Yeah. Oh God, Jay. So he went down that bit. end. Yeah. 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 Try stopping oh, Warren actually. Oh, I, I did say before we went in, ideally, no, 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 you're not going down there. But then, oh, every single bit of dignity <laughs> was out of the window when I gave birth. And 36 hours later, I didn't even know what I was doing, let alone what Warren was doing. He, he yeah, you, you had yeah. the worst one out of all of our girls. Well, it so wasn't far, that. It wasn't even about how bad it was because it wasn't. I wouldn't describe it as a bad experience. It was just a very long experience. Yeah, and. The point is, by that time, I had just given up even saying, come up here. Like, and also, I think it gets on. to a point where you're doing something so insanely amazing and, yeah. like, he's seeing you go through that. Yeah. It's almost like, it is what it is, mate. Like Exactly. You, uh, my, if, if this was the other way around, you wouldn't my... be squeezing a fucking watermelon out of your penis. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? My, so, my... If anything, he's privileged to even be looking down there when you're doing that. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'd like to think that. But, yeah, my ankles were literally at my ears. So there was no <laughs> there was no head or tail. It was just all level, basically. So he, he was there. He was there for the birth. He couldn't not see it. The doctors no. in the t- next fucking ward saw it. Exactly. But I was, I was listening to a podcast yesterday the um parenting in lockdown josh widdicombe and rob beckett is really funny mm-hmm. and um they were talking about i think josh is expecting his second child so his wife is heavily pregnant at the moment i think that's their second they were making jokes saying you know when you know oh yeah you'll be having sex in a couple of months when baby's here at least it, you know got a couple of months to wait and then and then rob who's had children you know he's had a couple of children and he's well into that journey was like a couple of months mate you'll be lucky it took more like 10 years and it made me laugh because you're in this position well you we're all at different stages of our life and like Jess is very much like fairy tale I know it's not gone the fairy tale way right now oh, but no. <laughs> Gab's at the stage where you're worried about losing the fairy tale and I'm like into well and truly no I haven't lost the fairy the tale end. but <laughs> it's uh, yeah, officially reality has hit, and Warren makes jokes like that about you know like, um you know if it's if it's ever going to happen again. But it's very different when you've got children. It is so. I'm gonna just give you a dose of reality, Gab, and That's say what really that- worries me. I don't want to be that stereotype of like the married woman with babies like who who don't ever sleep together or anything and that does happen though a lot I and know. Like, I think that you're probably relating to a lot of women right now that are listening I know I, and, and, and I don't think anyone should feel bad either if they're in that position because everyone's different and it's very subjective absolutely but, but it's my it's... personal fear which is I don't yeah. want to lose that sexual relationship with my husband I don't, and I feel like it's inevitable. I don't it's think happen. you will. No, I think. Listen, I think give yourself bloody year, like not a year, but like give a yourself. Year. No, as <laughs> in like, the break. baby's going to come, and then yes, it's going to be a lot, lot less or whatever for a while. But you'll get that mojo back, and the baby will grow up to a, an adult, and then who knows? In your fifties, could be like <laughs> rabbits, demons. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's because like, you're so conscious of it, Gab, as well that you won't let it go. Like know. you know, some women, it's not the be all and end all of their relationship, which is fine. Like, and people have very different relationships, and yeah. we always talk about ours, and we always between us three, you know, and and our girls, our seven girls, we talk about our sex lives, and we and we're quite open with it, you know, in in that like it's important to you and. 
like for all of us it's we're in different situations like we all have different relationships with our partners in that sense yeah. and, and i think one isn't better than the other do you know what i'm saying oh like, god no you can no, have a really active sex life and have a really personal. shit relationship like i'm not saying yeah one is yeah. better than the other i'm just saying but it's my, just nice to know your thing. concerns yeah yeah, yeah. Like um, I said earlier about the whole marriage thing, I don't like to sound preachy to you about the pregnancy thing or having a baby, but you you say certain things, and I said certain things before I had her, that I thought I'm never going to be one of those parents. And I totally am that parent. Like, what, you know, who was I kidding? Like, like we said, oh, we'll be going out all the time. Like, we'll definitely leave Otterley within the first couple of weeks. And we, it was different because then we had a worldwide pandemic. We yeah, went into lockdown, so we couldn't. Yet. But we've had two nights out, two nights out in 19 months. Of just all the me girls, and Warren. I've got to be honest, Kel, of all the girls, I wanted to experience the hen out of our best friends especially was you because I feel like none of us out of like out of everyone like Gab you're pregnant so you couldn't drink her or anything anyway like you were the one that I felt like needed that like you had your baby we had a worldwide pandemic and you've had to be restricted pretty much since and you know as well as I do how much you are such a bubbly outgoing party girl we're partners in crime in that section <laughs> so for me it was like she deserves that trip like she yeah. needs to go oh, on it I, and I am gutted but I know we're gonna get it so yeah I'm not we will like, we will we will I know for you it's like you feel like the 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 curtains have closed for now but they haven't I, I know we're gonna get it but I was so gutted because yeah I was so excited I just about feel I feel like you you need that you deserve that you've had yeah. You had utterly, and then you've been through what you went through recently, and you've like, yeah, and a lockdown, <laughs> and a lockdown. Yeah, do you know what but, I mean? But honestly, like, I do just think you, you just like figure out your own way with dealing with this whole situation. So yeah, I, I did have basically a lockdown baby. She, she was six months old when we went into lockdown. So mm. it, we did get those first six months of doing some clubs and classes and I met some other mums and I actually have a really nice little network of mums and stuff. So I wasn't really concerned about that. But then Gab's had most of her pregnancy in lockdown. So for her, I feel like she's missed out on people seeing her bump grow so much. And, you know, we've all had different experiences throughout yeah. the time. I think, yeah, I haven't been able to take her to clubs, but now, oh my God, I'm starting to take her out to these things. And it's things like that as well. And so going back to what I was saying, I we always said we won't be those parents and I won't, I won't be my parent. I won't be the kind of parent that's going to like, you know, open a packet of sweets in a supermarket because my kid's kicking off and I just need to shove something down their throat to get them to shut up. And now I am that person. That like, like whatever plan to me. Yeah. Yeah. What, whatever you need to do to get through every day, you just do Absolutely. it. And then you're like, okay, now I get it. Now I understand why people take tablets on holidays for their kids to sit there and watch whilst they're having dinner so they can get I wondered what you were saying I thought you meant like tablets to sedate them (laughs) oh no iPads tablets like yeah um, you know Amazon now I understand why people carry Valium in their (laughs) bags (laughs) now I know why I drink every day like but but honestly like okay my go-to thing is a couple of glasses of wine of a night like you you just do get all these things and it's like when you're planning your wedding and we keep saying to you like oh oh, yeah, like you'll realise when everyone's asking you, when are we going? What are we doing? How, you know, can I bring yeah. my kids and whatever? And yeah, so like Gab said earlier about all that, it's exactly the same when you have a baby. And and then 
even what your parents said to you, oh, wait till you have your own children one mm. day. Like, and th- this is what scares me. Do. Like, I am such a maternal person, and I think I think I have become even more maternal in the last few years. Like, I, I just, I just, I've always connected with kids and I've always loved them, but recently, like, I, I actively want to play with them and I just yeah. want to be around them. And I love women who are pregnant. I want to feel their bump and I'm like, I want to have a bump. So I'm definitely in that zone. And then, yeah. like, I sit back and I'm like, I am so scared to give up my life. And I know that I'm going to have to one day, it's not giving up my life, but giving up my life as I oh, know. Oh, honey, it, it is. <laughs> I, that's what I mean. Like I, I, and I think it's because me and Will kind of built separate lives before we met each other, which we really enjoyed. We were, we met very late in life, like in our thirties, mid thirties. So we both kind of we worked a lot. We were both very independent, and we both went away when we wanted to go away, and we and we we went here, there, and everywhere, and did what we wanted to do. And we have the the, the luxury of being able to do that together now. So for me, it's so scary that we're gonna. I feel very very scared about giving that mm. up. But I don't think obviously my doesn't. wanting children outweighs that. But if I could have another five years on my body clock, I honestly think I would give it another three years or something. Gab, do you feel that anxiety giving up your life, your your like single married, not single life, but you know married life? Yeah, just I the think, two of you. I think yeah, I do, but it's been kind of masked by the experience that I've had. So now I feel mm. so grateful that yeah. I'm and, and lucky that I'm just like and that's not me being preachy like I feel so blessed uh, you know I'm just like if if what had happened hadn't have happened then I think I would feel more anxious about it but yeah absolutely I'm like anxious about having one night away with George before the baby comes in 11 weeks because I'm like we need like one night because we're not going to get any nights like alone or you know, mm-hmm. the, the lack of freedom. Like I've told you even about holiday. Well, I've told you what George said about booking the baby's separate <laughs> hotel room. So this is this is the sort of thing I'm dealing with. So I'm like, I'm saying to George, I'm like, you don't understand what is coming. Like, there are no separate hotel rooms for the baby, love. Like, it's in there next to you. I'm like, you know, for the first six months, it's sleeping in our bedroom, yeah? And he's like, oh, really? What's in the nursery for then? I was like, oh, my God. Literally, from the moment you read positive on that pregnancy test, you are picking out colours for the nursery, you're choosing names for girls and boys, you're thinking of, like, where they're going to go to school and and how they're going to speak when they grow up. Like, you literally are living their life. You, you, Of course, your brains run away with you as women. This is what I think, personally. Mm -hmm. And men, Warren has told me that... Until that baby is in their arms, they don't really believe you're pregnant. They think it's all a bit of a farce. They just think you're, you know, overeating or something. Like they, <laughs> but they don't really live that like journey yeah. with you. The pregnancy journey is very different for a woman than it is a man, and you have to remind them a lot. Or I felt I had to with Warren, like you know, oh, I, you know, I got him to rub my feet every every now and then and do things like that. But I mean. They don't live that like you do. You know, you're living and breathing it every day. Yeah. I think what's also really important to Jess's point is that you remember your life before, like my mum always says to me, you were a husband and a wife before you were a mum and a dad. And I think that's really important. Like, just because you're having a baby eventually, it doesn't mean that that has to stop. Like, and that's it. Mm. Like, you should still find ways to try and prioritise you know, the things that you love to do, time to yourself, if you're lucky enough to have support to help look after the baby, like you must 
you know, don't feel like it's that's it, book closed. No. You can never do anything that you love to yeah. do as no, a couple. No, I know. And I always again. say to Will, we're like, oh, like, like it will be a new era and it will be it like will. our lives before and our lives now. And exactly. actually, like, we'll find our way. But we are very, very scared of yeah kind of losing that freedom is yeah. freedom is the best way to explain it really isn't it, it? is it yeah, is. absolutely I, I think like gab had said unless people have gone through a process where they've maybe struggled or and then they're so yearning for it that it yeah. like it feels like they're so ready most people do have that anxiety like we that definitely fear. did yeah we were like oh, and we we'd been trying a long time we were still like oh my god our lives are going to change like who, who are we even going to be anymore but do you know like like you say, and like your mum says, Gab, I think you have to just remind yourself that it's you two, you know, and and you two plus one, and that babies sleep a lot. So as long as you make time for each other and remind yourselves that, like, as soon as that baby's asleep, like, even if it's a just a, a nap here and there during the day, you can just have a conversation, like, front face to face, like, actually just talk, converse, like, communicate. And I think that's, you know, important yeah. that you just keep, keep that up. But it's going to be amazing. It's an amazing journey. It is. It really is. And we're so happy for you, Gab. And I think we are two plus one, Kel, is the name yeah. of this podcast. You just summarised it right there, didn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, Me we and should you do a little one. Girls No Filter gender reveal. Oh, yes. I think we've said it, though, on the last one. We no, haven't. we didn't. We didn't. Oh, amazing. Okay, okay how so we how are we it? doing this? The thing is, uh, there's the no road. visuals here, so I think you just basically need to tell us. Yeah. What are you having? <laughs> what what's Drum Gabby roll, <laughs> It's a boy. Yay! Baby boy. Baby boy. So cute. First so boy in our you. girls group, right? So it's uh, we're not going to know what to do with the boy, all of us, are we? I know. <laughs> no. Now seven girls. There's four. We got a Four baby girls at the minute, but there's one boy coming. Yeah. Yep, the prince is on his way to <laughs> chat up all the all the girls in the group, no doubt. <laughs> like his dad. I'm so excited. Like I want to know what he's going to look like. I want to know what he's going to be like. Like it's just so yeah. exciting. I'm going to get one of those 4D scans. I think. You're going to get a 4D scan. Yeah, I just I really want to see his face. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's so cute. Like, my God, they're so real as well. Like, they're so lifelike, aren't they? Yeah. But I always think even when they come out, they look so different, like, a month later. Like, that's the oh, thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, they chop and change. Well, I think, Gab, we are all very, very happy for you and hopefully our listeners are too. And we can't wait to hear the rest of the journey. We've got a couple of months left and then that little yeah. baby boy is going to be here. Yeah. Woo! It's very <laughs> exciting. Thank you for letting me indulge. <laughs> oh, it's been lovely to hear, like, all of your, you know, your news and updates and pregnancy stories. And he's been kicking the whole way through talking about this. So he's like, oh, you know, really? I think he's going to be a little, like, um, attention seeker because he's like, I know you're talking about me, by the way. <laughs> well, what's funny is that he will hear when you play our podcast, he hears all of that. He'll hear our voices. And yeah. now I used to play it throughout, like, my pregnancy with Ottilie and now she listens to it and she she was listening to one today I was put I put um 
the last one on and she she kept saying mummy 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 oh, really? she was listening Did to she? it yeah smiling yeah she because she knows it's us yeah oh Aww. that's so cute i know She's an honorary really member sweet. of girls no filter yeah i yeah. know <laughs> she had her own podcast <laughs> yeah she yeah. did she did bless well i hope everyone at home listening is having a wonderful pregnancy if you're pregnant or a nice experience and don't forget to subscribe and thank you so much for listening everyone we love you lots see you soon we'll see you next week bye